1: From Barangaroo Studios, the AusBiz COB is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. Well, hello. It is the twelfth of April. I'm Carly Merritt. Welcome to the COB, and I am joined by the wonderful, lovely David Scott. Mr. Scott, how are you this afternoon?
0: I'm fantastic, and it's a pleasure to be here with you. It's a long time between drinks, but uh, hopefully not uh, not this long next time.
1: Oh, I'm quite happy to leave the <laughs> drinks to go for this long. Um, look. Scuddy, let's get into today. Uh, I guess, you know, the market off half a percent. Um, a tough day at the office again for, for tech stocks. Nothing particularly unexpected there, given sort of some of the news particularly we had coming out of the US overnight.
0: Yeah, I had a couple of uh, factors behind that today. So the first of those is what's going on in bond markets. Again, the bond markets uh, just selling off relentlessly at the moment. So we've got that really key US inflation printout tonight in the States. That's going to go and be uh, no, very, very closely watched. I uh, know the headline index, I think we're looking for an 8.4% uh, year-on-year increase. That's the highest level in over four decades. Even the uh, the core figure uh, is supposed to be around about six and a half percent year on year. So these are massive numbers, well ahead of what's going on with incomes and the like. And so that's just a uh, discounted kind of cash flow uh, equation is certainly putting pressure on those uh, those future valued cash flows in the tech sector. So you can see why they're just generally getting hit continuously. Another one was uh, you know, within squares. The uh, latest uh, market update that came through in the states, obviously Afterpay's uh, figures that uh, were also released there as part of that company now. And uh, yeah, after pay uh, logging, a big increase You in, uh, in bad debt charges. Uh, no, uh, profitability uh, still looks like a long way off at this stage, if at all. And uh, certainly that had an impact on our buy our pay later names again today.
1: Yeah, a net loss of what, close to $350 million um for the half year just take me back though to to the um to the bond market because we've been we've seen these like incredible almost historical kind of, of swings over the last few weeks where do you think we are in the cycle
0: uh i think that we're overshooting to be honest uh not to say that you uh, know that the bond market is is wrong but I wonder whether tonight we might have one of those uh, you know, sell the rumour, buy the fact approaches. So we'll get this really, really hot uh, inflation reading in the States. And uh, just the, the scale of the sell-off we've seen, uh, it's stretched. like Positioning must be stretched to the short side at the moment. And so if we get a, a figure which is really hot and then we don't have that follow-through sell-off again, well... Maybe that will go and be the high watermark when it comes to those long bond yields at the moment. But more importantly, I think, from my perspective, is what's going on in the real yields, the inflation-adjusted securities. I was just looking at uh, what's going on in that space. And benchmark 10-year real yields are now just negative 10 basis points. Now, that's uh, no, a really, really key factor. The financial conditions... Tightening, mm. and so all those, you know, more speculative elements of the markets and you know, crypto, you know, tech sector, you know, all the non profitable companies out there at the moment are really getting hit by that. And uh, there's a lot of people starting to talk about now the potential that we might see that going push into positive territory. So, for the first time in a long time, Treasury is actually going to have a positive real yield when measured against inflation. Well. When you go and put Dono that against some of the other areas of the market, well, I can see it's probably going to attract a bit of capital flow. Yeah,
1: Um, there's a couple of just as a a programming note. um, I think you guys say there's there's a couple of interviews. Um, in this vein up on the website at the moment Um, and they're also in the COB newsletter if you want to get the links to those. But, you know, looking particularly at, you know, if you are in the camp that things are going to get worse for equities, Um, you know, where are some of the the defensive areas? We've got an interesting interview there with Chris Conway from Marcus today. But also, um, you know, a lot of talk around commodities and, you know, we're we're moving out of that tech space into commodities. Um, There's a chat there with um, Harper Bernaysi Alex Pakoulis as well. If you want to click on those links and have a listen to those. Um, While we're on commodities, let's get to the stock of the day. Um, A lot of chat today around Linus. Um, That was our stock of the day in the call. Now, the reason uh, it, it sort of hasn't been put up to the investment committee, or we've that you know the the two experts, David Novak and Mark Morland, have kept it um, as a hold as opposed to a buy, is just because of the strength of how much it's kind of run up lately. But let's have a listen to what they started to say.
0: Obviously, the uh, rare earth prices jumped significantly, which yep. has really boosted their earnings, and they've got plenty of cash. It passes all of our filters um, on conscious investor, except for. Stability of earnings—it looks pretty good. We're showing it if it can maintain its EPS growth rate at this level, which is a big if. Uh, you get about, it's about a, we're showing about a fifty percent per year return. I like Linus. I think it, it, the quarterly report, the March quarterly they released this morning, was very strong. The the rare earth price they're getting per kilo yeah. went from you know sixty five dollars an average price per kilo, and in March quarter it was one hundred and forty four. Yeah. So they're getting some great margin on, on their product. That's for sure. And there's a lot of demand for rare earth, of course, in different applications in the automotive I- industry and cameras and you, know, you name it. Just on valuation, I'd prefer to buy it at a lower level. Right. Uh, it's, a, it's a hold if you've got it. Yep. Um, or take some profits if you bought them at much lower levels.
1: Linus,
0: they're giving Bitcoin a run for its money. Yeah, <laughs> so, up 11,000% up, up <laughs> or so in the past five years. Uh, I had a chat with Heath Moss from uh, HLM Investments at the start of the other day as well and asked him about that, of course. Uh, record production, record sales coming through, uh, whether he likes you know, Linus, even though it's, uh, it's had such a tremendous run over the past little bit. And uh, he just says, as, as it is, it's one of those producers that sits outside of China uh, and it's only going one way when it comes to demand for rare earths moving forward so uh, even though we've had a bit of a, no, a very solid run it's had a pullback and uh, he's still a willing buyer as well so uh, there is a buy although the two experts today on the program said yeah we'll hold it for the time being. Yeah.
1: Um, also today uh, Pendle and Perpetual um, that deal what coming to a screeching halt?
0: Yeah, for the time being, uh, but uh, watch this space. You expect, you no, know, just given the uh, the confluence of so many you know, competitors out there, and probably lower fee investment products as well, I just wonder whether over time uh, you know, Pendle, Perpetual, and everyone else in that space might be looking to go and become uh, stronger together in some aspect. But uh, yeah, for the time being, knocked it back saying it undervalues the company, Pendle back uh, in the market, buying their own stock back. Uh, yeah, it's been a pretty rough ride for investors and many of those wealth managers. So, yeah, we'll see whether this goes and uh, and brings out a fresh beard or maybe even a new beard from someone else.
1: Okay. Um, anything keeping you awake at night, as in... <laughs> Staying up to watch it, not your personal problems?
0: No, I'm, I'm try, <laughs> trying to go and uh, get to Adelaide and to get through a security <laughs> swing at uh, Sydney airport's It's uh, a permanent uh, fixture on my mind at the moment. But uh, yeah, nothing uh, really at the moment. I don't feel uh, too bad about uh, no economic conditions. I am concerned about uh, the, the speed that the Fed is looking to go and hike rates, given what they're saying. Uh, I know that uh, the markets are looking uh, pretty much you know, rock solid to this point. Only a few cracks starting to emerge. But if the Fed follows through, I uh, know, with the scale of, of tightening that, uh, that's been speculated, uh, I do fear that we're going to see not only a recession but a pretty deep one as well and an unnecessary one uh, trying to go and correct uh, one error with another. So that's the only thing that's really keeping me awake at the moment when it comes to long-term aspects. But for the rest of it, nah, nah, things are looking pretty good. i emerging from the pandemic. Uh, there's always going to be challenges out there, but, hey, the sun always rises in the east and sets in the west, so <laughs> move on.
1: Oh. Well, on that positive note, we will wrap it up. Thank you for your time, Scuddy. Thank you. Yeah,
0: pleasure as always, and look forward to doing it again next time.
1: See ya. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen